ado, I want to say you you all know them. That's why we're here. Let me stop talking and let me just introduce to you the people that we are here to support tonight. The gorgeous, the talented, the amazing hosts of 50 Plus A Tip Podcast, Danica and Riley. Put your motherfucking hands out. Let's go. So we start, we start with telling you kind of a little bit of the backstory, which we haven't really talked much on our podcast about that. Usually we talk on other podcasts about that. Usually most people know ours at this point, but obviously I'm Danica. I'm the one with the not cool accent, as I like to remind people. I'm Riley. Goes the thing. <laughs> so how 50 Piss a Tip came to be was that I originally had a podcast called The Exes, <laughs> which Jeremy loves to make fun of me for because it was based on the fact that I had an ex-boyfriend and we have this mutual with another girl I met and then her and I created a podcast not based on him but it was about relationships and it was really fun but she moved on and I wanted to do a podcast that was more geared towards what I'm passionate about which is sex work and the sex work community and giving a voice to a marginalized group of people so I kind of moved on for that and I made 50 plus a tip which I hope you guys understand the name by now is $50 for a dance and you should always be asking for those fucking tips you should always be giving those fucking tips. So 50 plus a tip came to be. And Riley snuck her way on in the first season. And I got a lot of good feedback, unfortunately, about that. So she weaseled her way in and has not left since. She's had many opportunities to, to leave. I should have left. Very much could have left. So 50 plus a tip came to be. Riley joined on. And as it progressed, we got more and more non-sex workers reaching out. Just as we said, ethical sluts, open-minded whores, um, male, female, any kind of gender across the spectrum. People reaching out saying that they related to the stories, or they liked hearing the stories, or they wanted to kind of explore their sexuality and have a voice to be heard as well. So we started introducing more people from all walks of life and all different, um, different outside the sex work realm. But it's always been really focused mostly on sex work or just sexual humans in general. And yeah, it's kind of expanded larger than I thought it would ever be. It was originally just me talking shit because um, I just love to talk shit. And then Riley talks shit with me. And then now all the people talk shit. It's great. Uh, and then how this show came to be was I was happily at home on a Tuesday night, which I usually take off, and I get Riley blowing out my phone being like, yo, Jeremy, drunk at the bar. And I'm like, okay, sounds about right. <laughs> and, and he's really excited. Um, he wants you to do a live show at the number five orange. And this all came to be because I harassed Jeremy to come on the podcast and kicking and screaming, he came on and he got that one little taste that people wanted to hear from him. And he all of a sudden thought he was like the producer of the show <laughs> and decided that we should have a live show. So we uh, we went forward with that. Yeah, my notes for uh, how the live show came to be just is one too many drinks with Jeremy. <laughs> um, I was not super into the idea, arguably still not super into the idea. Um, talking in front of people live uh, is a little intimidating for me. I really rely on that editing. Um, but yeah, it was Jer's brilliant idea, which I'm sure he is slowly regretted over the last couple of weeks. 
Uh, in his own word, he truly thought that he just suggested that me and Danica get up here and it was just two people and a microphone. And Danica and I, being the uh, overachievers we are, were like, oh, we should uh, get merch and a catered and sponsored and we should have prizes and audience involvement. Um, so yeah, I think we've uh, slowly driven Jia to, to madness. But here we are, we did it. So, and <laughs> here we are. <laughs> I wanna, yeah, thank you all for like coming out and showing some support, um, both like by coming here and then also uh, who have dealt with us over the past couple of weeks. And I do want to personally apologize to everyone that I've like snuck into their DMs and become the multi-limiting marketing girl boss that I am. <laughs> I truly like snuck in being like, hey girly, I have this great opportunity and it's only going to cost you $20, but it's really going to enhance your Tuesday night. And if you bring five friends <laughs> and they pay $20. It was actually like that. I was like, fuck me. <laughs> I'm the person that I hate. <laughs> so... Thank you. <laughs> so something else that we haven't really talked about on our podcast in a while is our stripper origin stories, our villain origin stories. So we thought we'd quickly go over that with you guys, a little refresher of how, uh, how we came to be. I originally moved out to the oil rigs in Fort Mac, if you guys are old enough to remember when Fort Mac was really good money. And I had a boyfriend at the time who was gonna be a rig pig. And I was like, I also like money and I'm codependent. So I will come with you <laughs> to Formac. And he had a person in his family that worked at a um, strip club up there. And there's only really one Formac strip club and there's really nothing else to do in Formac. So all the rig pigs go to the strip club and spend a lot of money on coke and hot women. And it's the best combo. And so I started serving out there as a server. And our outfits were very much like more, less clothes than I wear as a stripper was a serving out there. Like my taint was like always exposed. And I was like, well, if I make this much money with just a taint, I could probably make more nipples. So I was like, I will be a dancer. And I grew up professionally dancing. So my parents really set me up for a lifetime of whoring. And they, my mom hates it every time I say that. She never laughs. <laughs> my mom asked for her cut for the dance lessons back. Yeah, she's like paying back my dance lessons. <laughs> I was like, that's the hustler mindset I have. <laughs> well, maybe find some things out about your mother. Maybe. <laughs> so yeah, and then I just never looked back. I kept dancing in Fort Mac until the money and the fires happened. And then I came back to Vancouver and I started dancing at uh, another club here that we don't talk about. <laughs> and then I came to the five and I've been at the five on and off for, I wanna say six or so years now, maybe a little more. Um, yeah, and it's been good. And then I've explored all the other avenues of sex work as one does when you're a hustler. And I've been very happy in it. Mine, uh, a friend told me about a company that did uh, topless poker dealing golf caddying and hostessing because god forbid they say the word stripper um and a friend told me about it when we were working at a cafe making 12 dollars an hour and i was like wow this sounds way better so i i signed up for that my first night was a party bus from vancouver to whistler and so it was a pretty difficult introduction there was a lot of people there was not a lot of room to move um but i had a blast and uh one guy 
paid a girl to watch her pee and I was like, this is it. I can, <laughs> I can prop it up everything. <laughs> and then uh, I was lucky enough to meet one of my best friends at a gig and she introduced me to working at Brandy's. Um, she also made these incredible wigs that we're wearing today. Um, so yeah, and then I started at Brandy's and that was kind of it. And then I slowly moved to the five. <laughs> I actually like slow, I kind of fired myself. I, uh, I was working here on a move something and I was caught working here on a move something when I still worked at Brandy's. So the next day I literally snuck into the club, cleared out my locker and just didn't say anything to anyone. I was like, they can't fire me if I don't work there. <laughs> switch your wig out. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then how did you come into my life? Do you remember this? Someone asked us on a podcast like a year ago and I truly did not remember how we met and you had this like long-winded life-changing story. <laughs> and I was like, I do not remember any of this. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we actually met in a self-defense class that yes, you put on, uh, as my notes say, uh, it was you and some loser. <laughs> We are not, we are not in contact with that person anymore. Um, but yeah, so we met the self-defense class that you put on for uh, sex workers because obviously we're kind of a targeted uh, population. Um, and so we started hanging out after that. And then I think the first time we worked together was when we went to the Fox, which if you guys uh, remember, <laughs> was like the only strip club in uh, on Vancouver Island, and so it was a girls' trip with us and two other girlfriends, three other girlfriends. Yeah, but yeah, we had a a great time. But yeah, it's closed now, which is so sad. But we got in there like a month beforehand. Yeah, we snuck right in there. Yeah, it was good. It was a good trip. It was a really odd strip club. Yeah, and then basically he didn't stop texting me, and now we're here. Codependency. <laughs> So usually at this point, we'll go through our life recaps. So what has been up with you lately? How's your end of your summer been? Good, I actually, uh, I don't have a lot of like life and work recaps. I just came back from a holiday on uh, the East Coast. I started university again today, um, which I'm, <laughs> thank you. Smart Education. Education. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm actually currently recording a Zoom lecture that I'm absolutely in right now. <laughs> Multitasking. And uh, I'm working on a research project for my university as well on vaping, and the irony has not escaped me. <laughs> what about you? Oh, and I'm getting my uh, tattoo of you removed. It is so fucking rude. <laughs> Riley has a tattoo on the back of her arm of me, and she always gets so embarrassed when I tell people, and now she's gonna get removed. <laughs> And she didn't tell me at first, she like had an appointment, and I was like, I literally know your entire life schedule, so what appointment, what appointment, I, I did not write our appointment down, <laughs> this appointment. It's my way to slowly break up with you. You you have until the tattoo is removed. <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna keep getting you suntanned. <laughs> A lot of beach days. <laughs> um, what about you, what are your life updates? Thank you for asking. Um, my <laughs> I actually made the most of the end of the summer. I did a lot of biking, really cliche Vancouver stuff, a lot of seawall bikes. That's every photo I had to post or it didn't happen. And um, I went for my Botox and lips today, which is why I look a little busted right now. But <laughs> the lighting is dim, so you can't tell. 
And then speaking of uh, surgeries, I did a surgery consult. You know I love surgery. <laughs> and I went for life overshare for the gentleman who didn't actually buy tickets. I'm sorry. <laughs> I went for a lipo and labiaplasty surgery consult. And um, she said I was not a candidate for lipo. So I guess I have to actually work for it now, which is annoying. And then I have my labiaplasty coming up in like two weeks, which we talked about on the podcast, I think, before. How, yeah. So that'll be fine. I'll be out of commission for like three to six weeks, which is unfortunate. Um, but I'm gonna do like a cabin getaway during that time. I'm gonna force myself to take a vacation because God knows I get anxiety and stress anytime I try to take time off. So I'm gonna force myself by getting surgery <laughs> to take time off. And uh, yeah, oh, what else is new? Anemia, full effect. <laughs> uh, falling asleep all the time. And um, you know how my partner tried to off me? Last time we talked about that? Yeah. He tried to drown me and then he like, what else did he do? He drowned, oh, and then he tried to like kill me in the bathtub that one time. So, I, oh, y'all don't listen to the podcast. Okay. <laughs> really revealing yourselves. Okay, a little recap. Um, I was getting a body massage and we were using this like lube that doubles as a massage oil and he like ended on my feet. You think that's nice, right? I was like, that's romantic. He ended on the feet. Sounds really sexual, actually. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, and then um, we were going somewhere or something. He's like, hey, babe, jump in the shower real quick. Um, we need to get going. And I remember thinking, like, why is he real quick? <laughs> and so I, like, leaped into the shower, and there was, like, already, like, a little bit of a, a bit of water in it. And I guess, like, the water reactivated the lube. And I literally was like, whoosh. And, like, <laughs> I hit, like, everything on the way down. I was like, dum, 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 dum. <laughs> ping pong all the way down and then I was like lying there with like my feet kind of up like ass naked and then he took a while to come in and I was like oh he was definitely hoping I was not doing well in here was and this before or after the bike oh it was before but that would have been more planned and then like a couple days later we're at Wreck Beach and like ironically as a nude dancer, I don't typically like go nude at Rack Beach. Like I'll lie there naked, but then I have like a wrap, which I tastefully put around me. And we were with my girlfriends at Rack Beach and he goes for a swim and he's bald. So I see his little like bobbing head, like really far out there, right? And I thought it was a buoy. And my girlfriend was like, yo, is your man good? And I'm like, fuck, that's my man. Like <laughs> that's a fucking buoy. I was like, he's like really far out there. And I was like, I don't think he's a good swimmer. Clearly, if the bike shows us anything, not great athletic stuff. So I was like, I should check on him. So I have my wrap and I like, whoop, like put my wrap over my shoulder and I like lifeguard swim out to him. And I'm like, are you good? And he's like, I'm fine. And then once I get out there, the wrap like took itself off my shoulder. And I swear to fucking God, I don't know how this happened. It was like a mesh wrap, which gets like real sticky when it gets wet. And it like wrapped around my legs. And I was like, fuck me. And it like, was like one leg. And I like looked at him and I was like, I think I'm going to drown. And then it just literally went down like, really slowly. And he's like, he like, came and grabbed me. He's like, I thought you were fucking with me at first, but I know you would never get your lashes wet. <laughs> as soon as like the lashes hit the water, he's like, oh, fuck. <laughs> and then I told Riley this. And like, as we're like going back to shore, he's like, make sure you tell your friends I saved you. And I was like, in hindsight, <laughs> he tried to kill me twice. <laughs> so, 
funny enough, <laughs> I have like been like sleeping, like falling asleep with my anemia, really peaking. And then at bedtime, I like cannot fucking fall asleep. So he's like, I have these sleeping pills. <laughs> I was like, okay. And he gave it to me at nighttime when it was like dark. And I remember thinking in my head, I would never take a pill from a man. <laughs> but I want to sleep. So <laughs> and I took it. And then I woke up like a couple hours later and I was like, I can't really fucking do anything. And then he's like, do you need another one? And I was like, okay. And then so I took another one and then I was out. And then the next morning I was like, I'm so fucking out of it. Like I felt like I was like, like tripping. Like I was like, oh, like all morning. He's like, oh yeah, um, those sleeping pills make you really fucking groggy. Um, I've only ever taken one. Actually, I didn't think you're supposed to take two. I'm surprised you took two. <laughs> oh, what the fuck? <laughs> like this man has it out for me. But I also do make fun of him a lot on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to like see his tiny little head now. No, he's somewhere. <laughs> the man is somewhere here. Um, what about work recaps for you? I mean, again, I've been on, I've been on holiday, um, but I, you know, thinking about this podcast and how we met and our first trip to the Fox, I did want to reminisce on a, something that happened out there. Um, I never like that look you give me because they're like, <laughs> no, it's a, it's totally about a customer and it's my favorite story to to tell. Um, so if you guys don't know, the Fox, uh, it doesn't kind of work as a usual strip club. You have kind of the stage music and then you have the lap dance music. And I remember me and my girlfriends are there at the at daytime and we're kind of like waiting for our turn to go on stage. And uh, it, everything has to pause because a client has requested a specific song to be played while getting a lap dance. Uh, so it plays through the entire... Uh, strip club, and it was none other by the lovely ballad by Poison, Every Rose Has a Thorn. <laughs> and also, if you know the box, you'll know that you can see when someone comes out of a lap dance room. So this man exits, head down, and scurries on out. <laughs> so every time that song plays, I, it just reminds me of like, and how do you dance to that? You're just like, so every slow, row. like, here we go. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Like, yeah, so I just thought about that. And, yeah. Oh, and uh, the other story I have is about a lovely VIP girl gone wild. So I was working at a, a club, and there were three dance rooms, three lap dance rooms side by side. And I'm giving a dance in the middle one, and there's a girl dancing next to us. And suddenly we hear absolute screaming. And I was like, am I going to have to... <laughs> Thanks, baby. Am I going to have to fight someone? Like, is this girl being attacked? And then she starts yelling, like, I'm a stripper! Yeah! And, like, banging on the wall. And suddenly, her costume just goes flying. She's, like, taking her outfit off. And this happened multiple times. And, like, is this a patron? No, this is a VIP girl. This is a someone who is paid to be doing this through it, it almost gets caught on the light. And then one of the other girls was like telling the story as well because she saw it. It fell into her lap dance room. She's trying to give a lap dance and then she's like, it's my underwear over there. And she's like, how do you sell another dance when someone's doing that? You're like, oh yeah, do you want another tip? But yeah, so I, yeah, that was just like, 
Why was she yelling, I'm a stripper? Was he confused? Wait, what? She was yelling, I'm a stripper? Yeah. Was he confused? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> he was confused why he was there? She's like, like, please, please close my like, <laughs> Please, no. No, I think it was uh, an, another girl in there, and they were just like, it was, they were screaming together. But I was like, y'all know how girls can be a strip club for no audience. Oh. Women, do you like dancing for women? Like, emotionally, yes. Financially, no. <laughs> in, in theory. <laughs> in theory. Uh, they're always so touchy. Like, so gropey. Yeah, there is kind of like a, a, a bit of a thing in the strip club. Um, for those who are patrons tonight, um, it, it tends to be that uh, girls feel like they can touch when they're not men because they're less threatening and it sometimes is a little much. <laughs> oh no, I see some very ashamed faces over there. <laughs> well, now you know. <laughs> I've been kind of very busy with work lately. Um, okay, so I found a way. I love, love feet fetish stuff. I have a foot fetish myself, but it's more so like on the receiving end of feet fetish. I love people worshiping my feet. I, I notice people's feet a lot, even men's feet. They can do it with just male feet. <laughs> really? Oh, a good male foot? Oof. No, just the fact. <laughs> <laughs> Not the best. <laughs> Here's the one I prepared earlier. <laughs> I snapped this when he was biking. <laughs> oh, that poor man. Uh, oh, my, my stick cut. <laughs> so I found a way to find out if someone has a foot fetish, and it's a certain move during a lap dance in a certain position where the feet are like in eye view, but you wouldn't be like looking directly, so you like have to make it a point to look. And then I take note of like how much time he's looking at my feet. And then usually it's like by their hands. So they'll typically, if they're a foot person, they'll like go up and touch my foot and I'm like, clock it, foot guy. <laughs> my favorite. <laughs> Hello, sir. So then this younger guy, cute, cute guy here. I was like in that position. He was like, like touching my feet. And I'm like, a foot guy. So then I was like, dope. So then I spent like nine songs with this guy. And I just was like, I, as soon as he did that, I was like, got off and I was like, across and I was like <laughs> and spent like nine songs just like rubbing my feet up and down his chest and it was like the highlight of my day um and I was like do you look feet and he's like yes I do and people are always ashamed like foot fetish is one of the biggest fetishes and we love you <laughs> don't be ashamed um right I worship these toes uh so yeah that was that was awesome it was a shit I loved it um and then I was doing a lap dance for a gentleman um, like a couple weeks ago or a week ago. And I have a weirdly muscular back from years of dancing. And people do comment on it sometimes, but I was dancing and this guy had been silent. We were on like our fifth song and he had been so silent the whole time, which is like, it, it can be good or bad, right? Like you're so amazed by this beauty that you haven't said anything or you're like, please just fucking end. Like it can be really either or. <laughs> but you're still here and you're still giving money, so I'm gonna go with it. And the minute I turned around and I like went down where like it like accentuates your back the most, he was like, holy fuck, your back's <laughs> so muscular. And I, I just could not say it. And I was like, why the fuck did I buy tits? <laughs> I was like, the front of me is so bad. You didn't say nothing for five months <laughs> until you saw my back. He's like, no, I didn't mean it. I was like, well, I'm just gonna start walking backwards to every fucking table. <laughs> I held hands with my back then. 
And he was like all embarrassed, like, no, you're fine. I'm like, I'm fucking with you. Like, <laughs> put it in my back, I don't care. Um, what else happened? I had a really nice dinner at Rodney's, which I highly recommend with a client. And then we went to the strip, uh, the strip tease, the retro strip tease at Penthouse. Shout out to Penthouse. It was actually a really, really fun night. Oh, yeah. Is this a retro strip show? <laughs> it was the retro strip show. Yeah, they did a really good job. It was really fun. I was very lit. And, <laughs> and I like, most people that know me know, like I'm not a big drinker. I was like pretty much sober for six years. <laughs> I'm <cheering. laughs> I was like pretty much sober for like six years and then I came back to this hellhole and I started drinking again. <laughs> uh, just kidding, it was Jeremy's fault. Um, <laughs> drove me to drink again. Um, but yeah, and then I was lit with my client and like helped my girlfriends and I ran into, do you remember our last episode, I told you there was a gentleman here that came up to me when I was at, at work and he was like, not a typical demographic, if you can tell the demographic, it's typically a certain type. Um, and he came up and he's like, I listen to your podcast. And I was like, I love that. Like, we do get a lot of, like, cis, straight, middle-aged men to listen, which is awesome, because they are the ones that really do need to listen. Shout out to you, Keith. Where's Keith at? Where's Keith? Keith's our biggest supporter. <laughs> and uh, he was like, I listen to your podcast. And I'm like, oh. And then, of course, when someone says that who's not your demographic, you're like, how much have I shit on this demographic? <laughs> and he's like, and I fucking hate you. <laughs> But anyways, no, he was like, I listened to it. Anyways, he was at Penthouse and I was lit and I like ran up to him and I was like, hi, Tony. I was like, did you hear us talk about you on the podcast last week? Is this the guy that I called old? Yeah, and I was like, Riley called you old as fuck. And he was like, I'll have to listen to that episode. See, this is why we need to keep it real private, you know? Yeah, this is why we edit a lot out. But yeah, so that was really good. Uh, Shout out to Penn out. It was a great night. The girls were awesome. Would definitely recommend going again if they put one on. Um, what else happened? I did a poker party for my clients. I fucking hate poker parties, but I organized it so I make more money. So I went and I fucking hate massaging people. <laughs> and they usually have claws. So I can't do anything. So I just kind of like aggressively knead their back with my claws until they tell me to stop. And then I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> I scurry away to go eat food somewhere. Um, what else has been up to lately? I've been falling a lot lately. I blame the anemia. Um, and in eight years, I have never once fallen in stripper heels. And I used to wear like those like nine inch suckers, right? Now I'm like, I'm lazy and old and I wear like the small ones now. But I used to wear those like killer heels. I've never once fallen. And I biffed it so fucking hard. <laughs> I thought I was hot shit too. I had like a new outfit and I was like, that, 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 <laughs> like strolling over here, like swaying my hips. And I went to walk here, and I fell so hard, and I turned around, and Jeremy's, like, laughing at me. <laughs> I was like, thanks. Scurried away. And then the other day, I was over here, and I was walking, and this client I haven't seen in a while waved me over, and I was, like, excitedly went to walk over. And I was wearing patent um, ankle boots. And you know how patent ankle boots cannot touch each other? Like, oh, the yeah. patent does not slide when you're with a boot. Like, as soon as they, you, like, catch it, it trips. And I like caught so hard. I was like, and I biffed it so bad over there. And I just hid. And I like turned to Rachel, who's one of our servers here tonight. And I was like, tell me, Jeremy didn't see <laughs> She's like, no one saw. And then I like slowly lifted back up. And I was like, nothing happened. But I've been falling a lot lately. Can you get the dates and times of those events? And we will get the security footage of it. <laughs> Run the tape. Um, which hilariously enough reminds me 
that I was doing a lap dance um, like a week ago. And this is the blessing of curse of having a stripper podcast where you give free tips to people is that I work with a lot of the girls who listen and I hear my lines being used at a table beside me. I'm like, this fucking bitch. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the podcast and supporting me. <laughs> but fuck you, because I can't use that line now. And I get it all the time. So I was at a lap dance the other day. And one of the jokes I always say when you, if you're falling, like for a new dancer, when I teach a lap workshop, I say, you know, don't worry about falling, you can make anything funny. So say you fall and then you make it charming, you brush yourself off, you say, oh my fucking God, I'm already falling for you. Like you can say anything cheesy and make it cute and show a nipple and you're happy. Um, <laughs> two and they'll come. And uh, they, I like was doing this lap dance and all of a sudden I hear this girl say, oh my God, I'm already falling for you. I want to rip back. <laughs> I literally tracked down one of the girls doing the dance, and I was like, who said that in your room? <laughs> I get a little crazy sometimes. <laughs> She's like, it wasn't me. <laughs> but yeah. Um, what else? Oh, my other story happened a couple days ago. One of um, a regular of mine I haven't seen in a while, Chin Chin, who we used to talk about on the podcast, yes. came in. If anyone listens to the podcast, Chin Chin was a regular of mine for fucking years. And I used to call him Chin Chin because he didn't really speak English, but we would teach each other, um, he would teach me Mandarin and how to say certain things in Mandarin on the body, and I would teach him body parts in English, and he would always go like, and I would say Chin, and he'd say Chin Chin, then I started calling him Chin Chin. <laughs> that was like our nickname for him, my nickname for him, and he knew it. Um, so he was sitting here, and I hadn't seen him in a while, and I walked up and I was like, oh my God, Chin Chin. And he's like, hi. Like, and he like kind of looks at me, he like says hi, and then he like, like pulls back and I'm like, hey, and he used to know me as Danica. So I'm like, it's Danica. And he's like, hmm. I was like, is someone else teaching this man English? Like, why is he hating me now? And he's like, skinny. Thank you. <laughs> and I knew my lipo doctor said I can't. And he's like, uh, liked you fat. <laughs> I mean, yes, absolutely. We love body positivity. But we like, love it. Yeah, the fact that he, I got rejected for having lost that weight literally looked at me in disgust and was like, I liked you fat. And then didn't go for a dance. <laughs> I was like, this back though. <laughs> so that was humbling, very humbling. I was like, yeah, you and my lipo doctor would have loved me fat. <laughs> for two. Uh, yeah, that's all my work updates. Yeah. And then I've been pretty lazy the last week or so, which I'm proud of myself. All right. <laughs> all right. So uh, a while ago, you know, in, in light of us doing this together and talking about mm, us, um, <laughs> the, the Dancers Resource, which is an amazing Instagram page, um, and then Christy Parker, who we had uh, on an episode a while back who runs it, uh, asked a story, or asked um, on a story, do you prefer working together or solo? And there was kind of a mixed review. Um, obviously, you love working with me, but do you think it's easier to work together or solo? Emotionally and then financially, as my rating system goes. All I was Okay, most people here are sex workers or kind of. Um, show of hands, who likes working individually? Y'all need better friends. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all selfish as fuck. <laughs> and working with someone? Okay, well, solo is kind of 
the wedding. Not you, actually. <laughs> hey, when did you get here? <laughs> Uh, okay, do I like working? No, I always like working with someone. Do you think it's easier money-wise? Ooh, that depends. Because I think we work so well and so long together that we can get blood from a stone. But uh, if I have like one really good client and I bring you on, he might not double the money, we just split it. Yeah. So then I'm losing half, but then I'm enjoying working, right? Yeah. So for me, I always take less money and have fun doing it. Um, but then if there's two people and it's us working together, I think we make more money together because there's not that one guy being like, oh my god, bud, let's leave, this is boring, like, we can distract, entertain <laughs> the other guy. <laughs> I feel like, I mean, it's, I mean, I always love working with you, obviously. I feel like it is easier to work, um, together just due to a lovely thing called peer pressure. <laughs> It's a lot harder to say no to four titties. <laughs> valid point, valid point. I also think too, like working, I think there's two benefits to working with someone who looks opposite of you. Like me and you have a lot of differences in our looks, okay? <laughs> a couple differences in our looks. And uh, I think that works well for us. Like if a guy really likes your style, you can like force me on him. If he really likes my style, I can force you on him. Um, which we do majority of the time for ourselves on people. Um, but, so I think that's like a benefit that you're kind of like getting the whole market of what people want. Um, also just like fuck the amount of stories that we have together and the memories and the insane shit we've seen and done. And then like, we just look at each other and be like, what the fuck is life right now? <laughs> like I, there's so many situations where I was like, I would not want to do the situation alone. Like some, like, oh my God, we had this one client one time high as a motherfucker, right? And we were sober, and we were with him for like 16 fucking hours, this guy. And he was like, tweaking. And he would like, wouldn't let us leave. He was like, please don't leave, whatever, which is fine. Great, pay us. Love it, love that for us. And he like, would start piling things in front of doors, and we'd be like, please don't do that anymore. And then <laughs> you're kind of getting weird. And then for like, three hours, he like, got naked by himself. <laughs> because we were fully clothed and stood in a corner and just stared at the wall for like three hours and we're like, should we watch Netflix? Like we just like watch Netflix for three hours while this naked man stared in the corner and then every hour we'd be like, hey, it's another hour and he'd be like, do your square and be like, tab and then we'd like go back to like Netflix which is like 100% I would rather do that with you. Yeah, and like he would switch so quickly as well. Like obviously like that's kind of concerning behavior and we we're like, yo, are you good? And it was like he would snap out and be like, yeah, I'm fine. And we're like, is this man fucking with us? Like, it was weird. Like, he would literally be like, all of a sudden, very sober and be like, so anyway, <laughs> what the fuck? Uh, and then there was uh, the other guy who really loved cam models. What? At the, we went to the hotel and he was like, obsessed with cam models. And we're like, oh, okay, yeah. well, like, we're getting paid, but someone else has to do the sexual stuff, like, even fucking better. So then we were just like sitting on a bed with him and he was like finding cam models he thought was hot and he'd be like, hey, tell them to do something sexy. And like obviously as sex workers, we're like, we're gonna get this girl to do the least for the most. So he was really obsessed with like, was it Russian women? Yeah, so it was, just to kind of explain it a little, it was this website where you could talk directly to the cam model and ask them to do specific things. It was, it was like a private room. And so he's like, uh, what like what should we get them to do to each other as a guy and a girl? And we're like, I don't know, jumping jacks, like. 
But she was like, I don't do that. And we're like, no, like jumping jacks. And she's like, don't do that. And like, she didn't understand what we were asking her. She thought it was like something sexual. We're like, girl, we would have got you like 10 Gs for doing a jumping jack. But she like could not compute what we were saying. Where he was like, this isn't fun. She's like, uh, how about I suck his dick? I was like, no, all right. <laughs> we gotta do for the money. Get it, get it, girl. Uh, but yeah, no, I think working with someone always. I mean, depending on the person, but yeah. yeah. With you always. Um, okay, so I have an am I the asshole that we'll go through real quick, and I want your opinion on it. And then you, I think people have. have? Yeah. So we're gonna read an am I the asshole, which if you are familiar with Reddit, someone posts something, you vote if they're the asshole or not. It's very straightforward. So I believe everyone has a red card and a green card. So we're gonna read it out and then do a vote. Red card if you think this person is the asshole. Green card if you think. Then not the asshole. Easy okay. peasy? Okay. Am I the asshole for asking my husband to step outside during the striptease portion of a bachelor party because our family friend will be the stripper? Hi all. Drama. <laughs> Hi all. My 36 female, that's what she is, husband, 45 male, boss is getting married and my husband has been invited to the bachelor party. Most of his coworkers will also be attending. Our friend, 44 female, is a sex worker, and my husband put in a good word for her with the best man. She'll be performing at the party, and she's honestly really needs the money, so I do get why he recommended her. I just feel weird about my husband seeing our friend in that context. I asked him to step outside during the striptease portion of the evening. We had a huge argument, and now I'm getting the silent treatment. I do see his perspective to an extent. He argued that since essentially his entire workplace will be in attendance, him stepping outside to, as he put it, shield his virgin eyes would be <laughs> would be painting a target on his back for years of mockery and a loss of respect at work. But at the same time, given the circumstances, I don't think it's too weird that I feel uncomfortable with this situation. Am I the asshole for asking my husband to step outside? All right, so if you think they're the asshole, red goes up. Yeah, this is a room full of sex workers. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. So, oh, whoa, okay. Wow, all right. And green, if you're with her, she's not an asshole. Jordan, please stop. <laughs> okay. I see. <laughs> We're unbiased up here. Uh huh. You said green. No, <laughs> These green ones over here. <laughs> Only green ones right here. Oh, there's a couple of them, but mostly this ones. Um, okay, what do you think? Asshole or non-asshole? I just, I don't know why, like, I get because of the money thing, but why did he specifically recommend her if she thought it was going to be, like, a weird, a weird thing anyway? You know what I mean? I mean, but maybe he didn't think it would be weird, and then she brought it up afterwards? Yeah. Like, don't you think he would have said to her, I'm going to recommend? This is why, gentlemen, communication is key. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, to me, like, I mean, it's just a job. So I feel like that's, it is kind of weird. But, like, if you're worried about, what did it say, years of mockery for stepping outside but not seeing a strip show? Yeah. Like, where do you work? <laughs> Saturdays for the boys. <laughs> uh, yeah. I'm going to go with. 
Asshole, I think. Yeah, I'm saying asshole. Asshole. <laughs> um, okay, fair. Um, I think she's an asshole as well. Um, mostly because you're so upset at your man seeing a female you know naked. Like, does he never watch porn? Never looks at OnlyFans? Like, there's so many opportunities for like him to see naked women. It's not like he's getting a lap dance from her. It's literally just like a group of people watching her perform Listen, job. if you, and I, I say this to guys that come in the strip club and say that they can't get a dance because they have a girlfriend, first of all, you're going to watch us for free then, all right? And second mm. of all, you're going to tell me that in this day and age, your girlfriend doesn't believe you should support its business? <laughs> what is economy? In this economy? <laughs> like, I don't believe you for one second. <laughs> Small local business? Nah, I don't know one girl that doesn't like that. And that's hot. <laughs> yeah, no, I vote, I vote asshole. It's more so just like, you're already married. Like, I never understand when married people are really insecure in their relationship. It's like, y'all stuck with each other, aren't you? <laughs> you trapped them. <laughs> one girl, you did it. You got the passwords. <laughs> yeah, so asshole, asshole. Yeah. Noted. Okay. Great. Yeah. Let your mom, your, let your man, and your mom. And your mom. And your mom. Any stripper they want. Yeah. Any stripper they want. All right, guys. So that's going to conclude the first portion. That's right. That's right. That's right. <laughs> We're back. <laughs> We're back, bitches. <laughs> um, so I just bumped into the lovely gentleman that I called old on the podcast. Thank you for coming. And he corrected me. I actually called him ancient. So <laughs> shout out to Tony. <laughs> Thank you for coming, despite my behavior. <laughs> Thank you for still loving us, despite her. <laughs> so thank you so much for writing in those unpopular dating opinions and red flag or deal breakers. If you want to add in some last minute ones, you can write them down and then throw them on stage, and we will swoop down and with grab a five dollar bill. <laughs> some money <laughs> so we're gonna start with the red flag or deal breaker so how this game works and anyone listens to you up podcast it's my favorite podcast i will date jared free at one point in my life <laughs> and they have a red flag or deal breaker so we stole from them and you have these little cards and you should have a black one and a red one they look like this okay people behind me ideas all right so if you think it's something that's like, okay, well, it's kind of a red flag, that's kind of fucked up, but mm, I still wanna get laid, I'm gonna stay, you throw this up, okay? If you're like, nah, fuck that noise, I'm out, you throw up the black one, okay? All right, so we're gonna go through the audience ones here. I will start. Red. <laughs> Uh, red flag or deal maker, uh, they have a child's bedspread. <laughs> All right, throw up your thing. Is it red flag or deal breaker? <laughs> I think you can. Do not, just take the drinks. We, we have no room. Thank you, King. 
Shout out to Keith. <laughs> we love Keith. <laughs> I'm seeing quite a mix of like red flags. All right, so we got. Okay. Red flag, red flag, I fuck with the child's best friend. <laughs> Some therapy there. Uh, <laughs> all right, black, no, this bitch ain't having it. She's like, no, no. All right, all right black, black, black. Oh, yeah. Aggressively <laughs> waving black. All right, what do you think? Red flag deal breaker. You fuck with it or not? Like, yeah, I'm gonna go deal breaker. I'm trying to think, like, what child's best friend would be acceptable, but I cannot think of any. Hello Kitty. Hello Kitty. <laughs> uh, that's a big fetish. Yeah, true. I'm, yeah. I think there'd be more so. <laughs> what did they say? Someone said cars, and I'm only going to go with that if their bed is also a car. Yeah, they, they fully, fully commit to it. Um, it would be more so like the size of the bed. Like, does it have a kid's size bed? <laughs> I don't think they come in like queens, you know? <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he must have a child's bed. Um, you know what? <laughs> so, bigger issues, but uh, no, yeah, I'm probably out. I'm probably out. Only take selfies with filters. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker? <laughs> Throw them up. Okay, got red flags, blacks. Maybe you're okay with it. You're okay with it. A lot of blacks over here. Yeah, fuck with no filters. No filter, no child's bed spreads, no filters. Okay. <laughs> Tough corner, tough corner. <laughs> they must all be sex workers. <laughs> they must all be sex workers. Um, what about you? Uh, I would fuck no. No? No. Sorry, what is it? prettier than me in a filter? <laughs> Hell no. No. You're looking better than me. Like, get out of here. Porcelain skin. <laughs> Alright, red flag or deal breaker. Oh. Red flag or deal maker, they're quick to anger. No, 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 no. Ah, some men like a crazy bitch over here. Someone <laughs> got a green flag over here. <laughs> yeah, this bitch like getting choked and for the sure. Really is the one the drama. Yeah, yeah. She likes the joke. <laughs> also, clearly sex workers. <laughs> Very patient. All right, what do you think? It's a deal breaker. I, I, I got it in me. That's because you're so chill. I have to do red flag because I'm a short of yours. I can't be. I need someone who's like quick, quick tempered like me. Not a generous lover. Always wanting to be a receiver rather than a giver. What? Black on black on black on black. Oh, Jordan. <laughs> so fucking wasted. Black on black on. I see some men with red cards, and I'm, I'm here for like, it. I'm feeling like these. Uh, what? There's a lot black of green cards. Black, black. I think the only red cards are two men. Oh. <laughs> All right. Um. Uh, Honestly, that's like literally every man I've been with, so. <laughs> Clearly, I fucking stayed. <laughs> no, I do it. Now you're out. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Take note, Michael. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker if he doesn't like your dog. 
That is the loudest I've heard the audience thus far. You guys are okay with him never going down on you, but if he fucks with the dog, you're out. I love it. I love your standards. <laughs> the bar is on the floor for men. He doesn't have to ever touch my pussy, but if he doesn't pet my dog, I'm fucking out. <laughs> love it. All right, black on black. What do you think? Uh, deal breaker. Hugs me. I can't. My dog has a dog like him. He's literally a teddy bear. But I don't know. If I don't live with them, like, does it really matter? He's not really see my dog. He also never killed my home. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Miss Horn, it matters. Thank you. <laughs> um, I have another one here. Red flag or deal breaker? They announce all of the brands that they wear. Like they're on like the red like, carpet. Just like, so you know, you. this is Gucci. The uh, H&M. <laughs> <laughs> this is Value Village. <laughs> it's actually a soft mock. <laughs> Alright, we're, we're okay with it. We, like, we yeah. like to know. We like to know the money. Alright. Oh, green flag. This yeah. man's like, oh, I wanna. <laughs> <laughs> what am I wearing? 50 plus a tip. Thank you for asking. <laughs> and Aritzio, as always. <laughs> Basic bitch. All right, what do you think? Red flag deal breaker. Like red flag, I guess. This I is think the, the most good brand. The most terrible here. thing. I'm kind of, I'm with this person over here. Like green I'm flag? kind of, a, I'm kind of a green flag. Yeah. At least you know the brands, and you'll buy me brands. <laughs> <laughs> this comes back to me. All right. Uh, red flag or deal breaker if they're 25 and still live at home. Hashtag grow balls. Hashtag what? I mean, in this economy? <laughs> in this um, economy. Oh, oh fights, are, fights are breaking out. <laughs> it's in close to home for some people. All right. Oh, this gentleman loves a woman who lives at home. <laughs> He's like, less money out of my pocket. I like your style. Um, all right. Pretty mixed, pretty mixed bag here. I go... I'm gonna do red flag. I am so all the way fucking out on that. I moved out when I was 18. If this man can't support himself and last that, no. Oh. Honestly, there's a housing crisis. <laughs> I don't know. Yes, sell drugs. <laughs> you have to be doing sell their body. <laughs> we do not sell our bodies. We, we rent sell them out. Them. <laughs> we rent them out. <laughs> Red flag or deal breaker. Red flag or deal breaker. They have no friends. That's it. Just, there's, a, there's an end or but we'll pause and no friends. They have no friends. <laughs> this corner needs therapy. I'm like, who are we having drinks with? <laughs> Who's our friend? <laughs> I know. <laughs> um, there was a part two to this card, um, and I better see every fucking black card out there. They diss sex workers. 
Is it you? <laughs> I can't help that I'm on it, okay. <laughs> okay. Red flag, red flag, red flag. I see a lack of participation in the tables of eating a lot of food over here. <laughs> Michael. <laughs> red flag, red flag. Black. <laughs> Look how smug they are. They're like, mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you guys get other cards or is it just give you back? Fuck them, fuck them, fuck them all. I'm out, I'm out. If anything is wrong with these fuckers, toss into the curb. What do you think? The Nerdman single, red flag or deal breaker? I'm doing deal breaker. Sorry, you can't. <laughs> I'm blind as fuck. Tell me what that is. Uh, honestly, I'm so green flag on that. <laughs> you, like, I mean, you can't say anything else. So. I really can't say shit. I'm always in a relationship. But, like, clearly, like, more so, like, Green flag if it was like a long one relationship because then they like they've been through shit and they get it and they know how to like go through the hard stuff and not bounce. If they're like a bunch of fucking like two month relationships, I'd be out so fast. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> All right, red flag or deal breaker? Girl has guy friends. The worst is ants. The worst is an ant. Okay, red, red flag, it's like, it's kind of fucking they'll say black or out. So they have a lot of friends, and one of them is an ex? Uh, yeah, a lot of guy. I guess a lot of guy friends. Opposite sex friends. And also friends with the ex. I'm or summarizing red. now. We're summarizing Jordan. Okay. <laughs> we have like Britain. Okay. I agree. We got green flag. Black. Hey, yeah, this one. Green. A lot of green. <laughs> ah. <laughs> I switch up. Friends with exes, we got some green flags. They like it, they like it. Yeah, okay. people like it. Okay, what do you think? Yeah, I'm here for it. I am a red flag in the sense where if you're cordial with your ex, like fuck with that. If you guys are texting, like you don't need updates on their fucking life, like you ended for a reason. I'm like cordial with 99% of my exes, but I'm not like. Nine of your exes? 99%? <laughs> this is nine of your exes. Uh, how many has it been? Ten? <laughs> Nine and a half. Uh, red flag or deal breaker? How we do I kind of done that one? Some of them are repeats, so we're just like, oh my god, you went really heavy on this one. Oh, okay. Red flag or deal breaker? They have no drive, no ambition, no planning. All the weight falls on you to have fun and plan dates. And, uh, no bueno. Mm. Okay, black, brown, red. We're okay with yeah. that. That's a mixed bag. That's a mixed Shocking. <laughs> I hope all the uh, the men in the audience are taking notes. <laughs> red flag deal break for you. If they don't plan dates, deal breaker. I'm a red flag on that one. As long as you 
don't inhibit my day planning. Like if you're like, hey, whatever you want to do Wednesday, we're doing it on my dollar. I'm like, oh, all right. <laughs> but if you like are like begrudging about it and you're hard to plan a day with, then I'd be out. But if you're, you know, you're available and rich. <laughs> all right, red flag or deal breaker, they won't try karaoke. Absolutely will not. <laughs> Red flag deal breaker. They don't fuck with karaoke. <laughs> they don't fuck with karaoke. Yeah. Okay. Some girl will embarrass your man singing. <laughs> are you freezing? It's just a red flag, I think. Honestly, I like it. I don't fuck with karaoke, so if they're like, I'm, no one needs to hear this, I'm like, me and you both, babe. <laughs> red flag or deal breaker. This seems really really detailed and specific so someone is going through it right now but uh <laughs> red flag or deal breaker they refuse to post you on social media after nine months because his ex-wife might see it <laughs> whoever whoever put the black card up fastest it was there <laughs> He won't post you on social media after several months of dating. As soon as they see it, it won't post it, I'm like, yes! <laughs> black, 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 black. Yeah, fair, fair, black. I agree. Yeah. Depends Move on. on. It depends how active they are on social media. I don't really post a lot. I mean, to be fair, my partner doesn't post me, so. No, he posted that really disgusting photo of that one time. With the five chins. <laughs> Um, my partner posted the most horrific photo of me. I literally looked like a potato and I had to take him aside and I was like, you know your ex-girlfriend screenshots this shit and sends it to their group chat. <laughs> I am that ex-girlfriend and a thousand percent I would. <laughs> the amount of photos you've seen of my ex's new girlfriend. <laughs> I was like, I am the Walmart version. You know? <laughs> I throw back. Alright, red flag or deal breaker, they're a picky eater and not because of dietary restrictions. Alright, thinking on that. Alright, you're okay with it? You're happy about it? Okay with it? Alright. <laughs> and yourself? I'm gonna go with a deal, deal breaker. Like, grow up. <laughs> you're gonna go to a fancy restaurant, you're gonna order chicken nuggets? <laughs> Get out of here! Uh, yeah, it would annoy me. It would annoy me if they made it like their whole personality. Like they're just like quiet about it. All right, cool, whatever. Eat what you want to eat. Also, though, I like sharing food, so I'd be like, yeah, well, you that... have to share everything I eat. So yeah, and that's the thing. It's like I don't want to go to a restaurant and order my own meal. I want us to order three meals. And what you're gonna get like chicken nuggets and fucking I don't know soup? Like no, oh loser. All right. Moving on to unpopular dating opinions. Woo! So this one works uh, pretty much the same. If you agree with the unpopular dating opinion, green card. If you disagree, red card. Easy peasy, right? Easy. All right, the first one. Unpopular dating opinion. You should wait three months before sleeping with someone you're seeing. Red flag, or red is you disagree, green, you're here for it. <laughs> Fuck on the first date. 
Oh, yeah. We got like a little bit of a mix. We got some There's green a couple greens. There's a couple greens in here. Like, is it when you, is it like when you're in high school and you like do other things, you know? <laughs> Heavy petting. <laughs> okay, but real talk though, how much do you miss like just like dry humping for hours? <laughs> right? I was actually talking to someone this other day. Remember when you used to go to movies when you were like really excited about someone and you'd spend like the full two hours just like slowly moving your hand closer <laughs> at like the last moment you find touching the fucking credits and roll and you'd be like, fuck! Saying <laughs> you touch my penis. <laughs> um, for me, I have literally slept with every guy that's been my boyfriend our first time hanging out this. <laughs> and what does that say about my <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna say it's gonna be hypocritical to say anything about this. <laughs> Alright. This is one for, uh, for you, actually. They have to love my feet. Yeah, we got some abs of fucking loose. Abs of fucking loose. Yeah, I'm gonna go with. I, I don't. I don't. Agree. You're neutral. You don't have to love my feet. You have to tolerate. No, you have to. You have to jizz all of my feet. You have all. to tolerate me sticking my cold feet on you. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm a, I was a big foot person. <laughs> okay. Oh, unpopular dating opinion. A walk in the park is a perfect first date. Or it's a walk, sorry, I added the park. So it, it felt right. <laughs> a walk is a perfect first date. Agree? Okay. Y'all cheap as fuck. <laughs> I feel like a park is where like a lot of murders happen. Yeah, also are we walking where are we walking to aimlessly <laughs> walking? <laughs> I disagree. I'm gonna, I'm gonna disagree. I, my perfect first date. No one asked. Truly, no one asked. All right, unpopular dating opinion. Guys and girls can't be friends. Guys or girls can't be friends. Red, if you disagree. Green, if you agree with that. Insecure men over here. <laughs> oh, a lot of people agree. I mean, one of my best friends is a guy, so I can't. I disagree. Yeah, I would disagree too. <laughs> but it's like few and far between, I think. I feel like the only people. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I got one. <laughs> Unpopular dating opinion. Men must pay for the first date. Men must pay for the first date. Yes, Peter. <laughs> Get out of here. 
Um, obviously, I agree. I think men should pay for every single thing. <laughs> Um, unpopular dating opinion. Don't date him unless he has a car. No car, Brad! No car, Brad. <laughs> so I'm going to share a story real quick. Our lovely friend was dating two people. And I think we can judge on name alone. One was no car, Brad. And one was big dick, Keenan. <laughs> Not biased. Anyone want to guess who is a boyfriend now? <laughs> um, I, no car, I disagree based on the fact that in Vancouver you don't really need a car. Ah, <laughs> uh, I like this one. Unpopular dating opinion. It's okay for women to get drunk on the first date, but not men because they don't know how to act. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of agree with it. Men get weird. Men, y'all get weird. <laughs> I might disagree just because I don't want to be getting drunk alone, you know? That's also a good point too. Like getting drunk with a sober guy, yeah. like why would he want to be around? Yeah. I need like a 50-50 chance you're gonna remember. You're not gonna remember the dumb shit I say. <laughs> if they are not enthusiastically dating you, you're probably better off dating somebody else. <laughs> what is that like millennial saying? If it's a uh, fuck yes, it's a fuck no. It's not a fuck yes, it's a fuck no. Something like that. I think they'll agree with that. Um, and the last one here, unpopular dating opinion, vanilla sex is fantastic. <laughs> All right, we know who has vanilla sex. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna open up the floor a bit to y'all. Okay, so we're opening the floor to a question section. If you guys have any questions you want us to um, honestly answer <laughs> first question how do you sleep at night <laughs> comfortably oh with the fan on medium <laughs> very well thank you we saw a jar of men's tears <laughs> um what's your favorite sleeping position okay so it's not how do you sleep how do you sleep at night <laughs> Um, I, um, sorry to my lash lady and my Botox lady, I sleep on my face. I have slept in so many hotel rooms with you and I swear you are the most chaotic sleeper. I look over and you always have like an eye mask on but it's like somehow on my bed and then you have like one titty over in the bathroom. Like it's crazy. Like I sleep like a fucking vampire. Like I literally cross my arms. I pay way too much for Botox. I sleep like this, I do not fucking move, and my ex used to constantly wake me up and be like, I didn't think you were breathing. I was like, don't fucking touch me. <laughs> but I sleep like a vampire. May I? People want to know what kind of questions you'd like asked. They don't know if it's sex questions. Oh, you can ask anything. anything. You can ask it silly, Someone boring. said, how does anal feel? Is that all right to ask? Or? Oh, I love anal. It wasn't me, but somebody asked it. <laughs> now I thought the anal heavy. <laughs> 
how do you get self-motivated slash pumped to go to work? We don't. It is like an hour of us texting each other, complaining that we don't want to work until one of us shows up here. And we're very competitive, so if one of us shows up, the other has to come. <laughs> and then there's like numerous times that we'll go upstairs and we'll do our hair and makeup, and then we'll look at each other and we're like, you want to leave? And we'll leave. <laughs> we'll fucking leave. <laughs> Um, is the beauty of being your own boss. <laughs> um, uh, no, yeah, typically like I will force myself, I'll like write down what days I'm gonna work that month and then I'll like force myself for the most part to stick to it. Or I'll have like a financial goal that month that I'll have to meet. We have a question over here whenever you're ready. Take it away. All right, so they asked, I'm not gonna tell you who asked, it could have been anybody oh, here. you guys. It wasn't me, it's actually my question. No, they want to know, is it a red flag if they've never gotten the services of a sex worker? They've never gone to a little rub and tug, they've never paid for some company, they've never come to this and spent Yeah, money. we know what services from sex workers are. They I just uh, for the people that don't. You know, <laughs> we're, 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 we left a couple more. We're very familiar don't, with don't. services from sex workers, thank you. Um, I don't think it's a red flag. I think if they were like, I would never, for like mor moral reasons or some bullshit, then I would have an issue with it. But if they've just never done it, whatever. Yeah, I would agree. I think it's uh, not a red flag if you just, you just never have. But if you're coming into the strip club and you're saying, mm, I don't get dances, then out. yeah, you're a fucking red flag all the way. Out. Get, out, get out of here. We Dorman. have another question whenever you're ready. We've been asked, how do you do a good dance for somebody that got kind of, you know, like a little beer belly, you know what I'm saying? It's kind of hard to do a well, dance for Yeah, people that know it know it because they're like, it's we like, so hard to dance on people. For someone there. that got a belly, you know, you're trying to give them a good dance, but it's hard. So some wondering minds, I won't say who behind me. You gotta come they from like below. to know how to do a dance for somebody that got a bit of a good, you yeah. know what I'm saying? You just gotta, you, you gotta, gotta grind on that gut. I hate to say it. Below. <laughs> you gotta like go from below and like go under it. <laughs> There's no way else around it. Like your girl is not flexible. I cannot like no. split over. I, you grind that gut. <laughs> but the best is like, and like I, if they're paying, I do not care what their boy looks like at all. But like sometimes they're like bigger for the seat, and then you're kind of half off the seat, and then you have to like make them hold you up. Like, do you ever get that? Or you find you're like falling off because like you can't get enough on the seat. <laughs> but you adapt because we're hustlers, <laughs> and you come from below. <laughs> um, another question: What is the wildest event you've ever worked, and why was it wild? I have so many like play-by-plays just going through my head right now. I also just feel like my our level of like what is wild is just like gone, you know? Yeah. We have a question. What is the most you've done for the least amount of money? And also, what is the least you've done for the most amount of money? Okay, y'all don't know me. You can fine. answer whichever one you like. You have to answer both. I literally would never do the most, period, even for the most amount of money. <laughs> a very lazy sex worker. Um, uh, no, that like, people always, like, balk at it and think it's a joke, but, like, men will, or clients will literally just send you money to have a good day. So, like, me just, like, opening my eyes in the morning is probably the least amount of work I fucking did to get money. I breathed air that day. I feel like the most I've done for the least amount of money... Men for free. Recreational sex, I don't know. 
Yeah, rack sex. Um, oh, no, I would say like, and it, it happens from time to time, and this is why we always get paid up front, is I have been bamboozled, I have been hoodwinked, I have been tricked, I have been scammed. Um, it happens, so yeah. Get payment up front. Up front. All right, we have another one for you. What is the best thing a customer has ever done for you? And then name a time when you had the worst customer ever, maybe you had a hand kicked out or whatnot. So your best customer experience and your worst customer experience. So people know what not to do. It's not my questions, it's people. Uh, yeah, I think my best customer experience is always like, related to money, like making like obscene amounts of money for enjoying someone's company. Like, and if you are the CIRA, that is $500. I made $500. $3. We're broke. Um, but yeah, that's hands down the best times. Or like, especially if I'm working with my best friend and we're making stupid money and like having fun, like you couldn't, couldn't top that. Um, worst customers are probably just the ones that you're like constantly feeling like you have to like reinstate your boundaries and you're constantly like anxious and worried about them and like just feeling disrespected which I never put up with really for the most part maybe when I was like you know young a young buck yeah I was gonna say biz clients are the ones that I have like an honestly genuine time with and they they know and they understand who they are to me like they know that they have to pay for my time and then when I'm off the clock they don't expect anything and then my the worst clients are the exact opposite of that like yeah. you would never if you had your service number to like let you know if you wanted a table you would never like constantly text them hopefully demanding sort of like free attention so those ones are probably are the worst the, the yeah. energy vampires yeah but the ones where it's like and your night ends and you were like cry laughing the whole time and just like stupid shit and they're just like happily paying you or like hands down the best without fail. Keith is my favorite. And Keith and Tony are the friends. <laughs> <laughs> all right, we have another one. What's the weirdest or strangest request you've ever had in all of sex work? Not just stripping, but at any point. Um, one was I guess not sex, or one was like rec sex. Um, a guy wanted to call me his daughter. I thought that was kind of weird. <laughs> Took a weird turn, so I was like, fuck yeah, fuck me daddy. And he was like, was like yeah, daughter. And I was like, <laughs> he was like behind, I was like, what? <laughs> now I'm like kind of hard of hearing, so I'm like, say it again. <laughs> he doubled down, I was like, oh, that's weird. Um, so that was a weird turn. Um, Work-wise, I don't know, I guess like Riley said, like our metric for weirdness is so fucked. Like when people are like, hey, I just wanna like cuddle, I'm like, ew. <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, but yeah, golden, golden shit. I get a lot of golden stuff. Like a lot of guys I wanna drink piss. Uh, I wanna like you pee on them. So like I always joke that I like import my gold um, because I'm not good on peeing on people unless you're like my romantic partner. So I usually get some other girl to piss on people for me or I'll like pee in a cup and then throw it out <laughs> in, the, in the face. Um, this is yeah. juicy content. I don't know if people should be getting this for free, honestly. <laughs> this is, y'all better subscribe to the Patreon for more juicy stories like this, all right? I don't think you get this for free. We have two more questions. We have, would you rather have a client that is super gropey, super touchy, but tips at like immensely well? Yes. <laughs> Let me finish. Or 
would you have a client customer that is like really, really respectful, doesn't touch, does everything he's supposed to, but he don't tip, like at all? Then he's not a customer, not a client. You heard it here first. Yeah, I would say uh, option A, I'd rather grow up in tips well because I awesome. love a game of like, yeah, we're real quick. <laughs> we're real quick. <laughs> and we have one more question. If you have any more questions, just put your hands up. I might not have gotten to you. But we have, do you have any tips for people that are dating sex workers? Like, do you have any tips for sex worker partners? Just understand that what we do, although we enjoy it, is just a job. Yeah, it's really, I think it's really hard unless you're like in this industry, like the, the most successful relationships I've had, however you want to use that term successful, um, was with some, both people were in the industry, one like actively, like a male prostitute and then one was like around the industry um, because you can't really understand how much of it, it's a job. Um, no matter how much fun you're having, no matter how much you like your clients, no matter how much enjoyment you get out of it, um, it's still like a nine to five job. And I think that's really hard for um, partners to understand. And obviously like everyone gets jealous and insecure, but it's like doubles down when you're in this industry. Um, so like as a partner to a sex worker, I would just say, you know, communication, obviously as cliche as it sounds, like when you're having those days where you're uncomfortable with something that's going on, just having that talk with them and, and hearing them out and trying to be um, as uh, understanding as possible. And then I think Riley and I have both had this kind of rule in our past relationships um, of like kind of like a don't ask, or don't tell unless asked kind of thing. So like when we go to work, when we come home, we don't go to our partner and say, oh, this really hot guy went for a lap dance, or like, oh, this guy grabbed my ass, or like, we kind of keep it to ourselves unless they are asking those questions um, and not maybe burdening them that, yeah, cut off. <laughs> um, okay, so we have some awesome uh, sponsors for this event, and like Nina said, it's really dope to see sponsors coming out for sex worker stuff because uh, people kind of hate us, so. It's nice. Jack Daniels, big shout out to them. They were awesome. If you guys have a chance, Joshua does awesome photos and he's taking photos throughout the event. And um, you guys can get photos over by the Jack stuff or wherever the fuck you want photos. Um, and then Wifey's Kitchen, big shout out to her. She catered it. Yes, the food. So Wifey's Kitchen is run by a lovely lady named Nicole, and she's a self-taught chef inspired by her past travels around southern states, Europe, and the Caribbean. She offers catering for all types of occasions, big and small, from weddings to steaks to podcast live shows. You can find her on Instagram at wifey's underscore kitchen xo. Definitely recommend her. Okay, and those awesome vapes you guys hopefully got at the front door, the three different flavors that we thought we were real cheeky naming. Uh, that is from uh, Easy Vapes, and Easy Vapes is a proud to be the industry's leading direct retailer for vaporized cigarette products. Easy Vapes has become Canada's local vape store of choice. They make everything easy to understand and offer many in-store exclusions and promotions. So enjoy those vapes and check out Easy Vapes. Um, they were awesome in making us those vapes. So big round of applause for them. Thank you so much for that. We also have Champagne Room Hair Co, which we are wearing today, believe it or not. We do not have this hair. <laughs> and Champagne Room Hair Co is a queer sex worker owned small business here in Vancouver, providing you with a beginner friendly 
custom glueless human hair wigs. And today they're offering all guests of 50 Plus a Tip Live Show a coupon for $100 off when you purchase a new wig of 16 inches and above. So make sure you get your wigs from this lovely individual over here. Give a big wave. Super, super fucking talented. I own like uh, several of her wigs. Um, amazing wigs, definitely. So check her out. You'll get $100 off when you use the discount code plus a tip. And then we have Greasy Dart Photography. They're here as well, side by side. Uh, Samuel Olson is a multidisciplinary artist focusing primarily on fine art uh, portrait of the queer and sex work communities with high impact colors and unique aesthetic choices. Greasy builds each artistic endeavor on a foundation of trust and collaboration, allowing him to authentically empower and uplift femmes. So, that again, for all of the attendees, you get 20% off which is $100 off, um, using the business card that uh, Sam will hand out with the code at 50 plus tip. So definitely get your photos done by him. We did a photo shoot for, um, actually, the wig company, and they turned out amazing. So highly, highly recommend them. Intimo is a really awesome uh, boutique here. Their Intimo Boutique Pleasure Boutique is an online sex toy shop with a physical shop in Victoria, BC, proudly selling ethically sourced sex toys their own line of plant-based lubes and pleasure products and king products made primarily by sex workers, queer women, and BIPOC-owned businesses. The Brick and Mortar is their community hub and doubles as an art gallery and vintage shop. They also facilitate free sex education and sex-positive workshops in the community and are sex worker-owned. All right, and then we have Livian Lashes, which Riley and I get our lashes by. And Liz is awesome. She's here somewhere, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, there she is. <laughs> Liz is here as well. Uh, Livian Lashes, life is finer with a fresh set of lashes. Liz specializes in lash extensions ranging from natural classics to the most dramatic mega volumes you could ever imagine. Whatever style you desire, she can deliver so you wake up and out the door effortlessly. She also offers nano brow tattooing, lip lush tattooing, brow lamination, lash lift, and tips. Find her on Instagram at Lovey and Lashes. And then Model Express, which I like a staple in the community. Yeah, if you are a sex worker, you know I'm Model Express. I'm not even gonna read the bio. <laughs> Model Express is everything. Um, they're super, super supportive of sex workers. Obviously, they've been awesome with um, everything we do, pretty much. They're constantly reposting my shameless selfies. <laughs> awesome, and then Tantra Fitness which is an awesome company. Tantra Fitness is a premier pole dance and fitness studio home to three locations in Greater Vancouver. Their founder, Tammy Morris, was an exotic dancer for 11 years and has created a tried, tested, and true pole fitness curriculum that offers technical pole as well as authentic stripper style classes. We also offer other fun classes such as bungee fit, aerial yoga, silk, hoops, handstands, and more from group classes, privates, and bachelor parties. Whether you have two left feet or if you are a dance diva, we have something exciting and engaging for everyone. And then X9. X9 is a girlfriend of mine. Um, she's awesome. They're awesome. It's run by a few people, and they have a really awesome bikinis, and they do a lot for the uh, queer and sex work community as well. And X9 is proudly made in Vancouver, made by sex workers for sex workers. Did we do it? I think we fucking did it. All right. Well, uh, where's my? <laughs> See ya. <laughs> no, I have a. Got my thing. Awesome. Yeah. So that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you so much.
Yeah, big thank you to all of you for coming. Appreciate it so, so much. The support is huge and we it means a lot to us. And thank you to the number five for collabing with us. Thank you to all of our sponsors. Thank you to Jeremy, whose idea it was, who has put up with many, many nights of eating a bitch. <laughs> Awesome, and thank you, Riley, for sticking it out. I know this is everything you hate to be in front of the audience, but I appreciate you more than anything. So thank you for doing this with me. Yep. Awesome. So before you guys go, don't forget to enjoy those drinks. Those are from Jack Daniels, the honey. Um, a lot of a lot of honey. Whole lot of honey, and uh, Jack the Tipper are so fucking good, so buy that shit out. And um, yeah, stick around, support the girls that come on stage, obviously, throw them tips, go for dances, 50 plus a tip. And uh, yeah, enjoy the rest of your night. Thank you so much for having us, and thank you so much for coming out. And if you guys listen to the podcast, you know that we have a tagline. Have a wonderful week, and happy whoring. Bye. Bye.